Sweat Equity Podcast and Streaming Show, the number one comedy business podcast in the world. Pragmatic entrepreneurial vibes with real raw dog talk. <laughs> I'm your host, Law Smith, sitting on your left, my right on the, or your right on the tube, my Nobody left. <laughs> you know? Eric Redinger. Oh man, this is going to be uh, a little bit sloppy, guys. Um, we're doing this at a Serena Fazan. Dining table, I got it right. He got the name right for the first time. Well, actually, look, I want everybody to see the four Emmys in the background. We try to put that as a little bit of setting if you're watching us on video. Uh, We are 2020's best small medium enterprise business advisory podcast in the United States. Yeah, that's an award, it's real, it's for sure real. You know how real it is? It came from Lux Global Excellence Awards, proudly hosted by Lux Life Magazine. You can listen to this podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Make sure to uh, rate. Give us a five-star. Write a little comment. Subscribe. That's the cheat code that gets us up the podcast rankings. I really want us to get up the business podcast ranks because we don't belong there. And Me I th- too. I think it would be really funny. You know, we're right there with Jordan Harbinger. We're right there with a bunch of other real business podcasts. <laughs> Uh, this one is a little bit more authentic. We're doing a swap cast with uh, Serena's On the Record, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. That's what we're doing. Uh, and we're on YouTube Live on her stream, so go subscribe over there. Is it Serena Fazon? Serena Fazon TV. Yeah. And then this episode of Sweat Equity is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Try expressvpn.com forward slash sweat, like Key Sweat. Get you three months free off an annual plan. What's a VPN, you say? It's a virtual private network. It's like a, a cloud computer in the sky. You don't want to be tracked. You want to go look at the office in Finland? Well, you can go to ExpressVPN. Try ExpressVPN.com forward, forward slash sweat, like Key Sweat, like Montez Sweat, like Sweat Equity. Get you three months free off an annual plan. Who's doing that for you? No one's doing that for you. Don't be tracked by big data. Try expressvpn.com forward slash sweat. That's the hookup. Holler if you hear me. Let's get this party started. Hot and daughter. What about my sweat equity? <laughs> That's how we do it. You got to get fired up. You got to have the serene enthusiasm. Sorry, I tried to move from the mic. What about my it's, a, it's, a little, it's a little wobbly. I'll uh, fix it in post. Oh, <laughs> see, that's what I love. Fixing it in post. That is so impressive. I am Thanks, not, Serena. A, no, seriously, you guys are great. I mean, I don't know what I would do without Joe Papadopoulos helping me now. Because let's face it, technically, you know, we just talked about this before going on the podcast. Are, am I allowed to speak now? Or Yeah, you're good. Know, like, I'm listening. Okay, so, I thought I was trying to listen. <laughs> her house right yeah <laughs> you're saying it like he hollered at you can you but you got to get up on that mic I okay think. you got it so no what we were talking about you can point at her so kimber is our associate producer she's going to point out when we're away from the mic that's her job you know what that is a great idea yeah when you can't hear us point at us. yeah yeah see he's away see? from the mic yeah good great. test mm-hmm. i was away from the mic good job kimber papadopoulos is this her first executive producing job? Yeah. No, well, not executive producer. <laughs> first of many. That's a quick uh, promotion. <laughs> Associate producer. So, Serena, on yeah, the record, on the record, on the record, it's been going really strong. I see you're getting a lot of good guests. I saw uh, you had some of my marketing friends on uh, recently. Tell me where you're going with the podcast. Why people should get into it. I'm going to hijack no. your, your style of investigative reporting. No, like you this. know what? I really appreciate um, you asking me that question because you guys have honestly been there for me 
from the very beginning. And if it wasn't for the two of you, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even have had a podcast. You guys are the ones We're that, basically both Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they both <laughs> pushed both me into Jesus. having okay. a podcast. And I love, and the podcast is my favorite part. So thanks to CP Communications and Red House Streaming, which is in St. Petersburg, Florida, they are actually carrying my podcast now on a news set. So something that I'm very familiar with since I was on television news for so long. So the facility is absolutely amazing. And um, it's an uh, it's an honor to be there. Well, so you know, you did something that was really smart, and this is let's let's kind of I'd be remiss if we didn't throw in a little bit of kind of businessy kind of talk. Is that you you realize that it, it might be better to partner with someone that could go, hey, you know, I I'm peanut butter, they're chocolate. Let's make a Reese's peanut butter cup kind of thing. And so it seems like you got a great partnership. What was interesting that? choice? I'm just that's an interesting combo. I mean, what, who the, didn't think he was going to say jelly? I know. Who didn't think that? Yeah, we well, all thought he was going to say jelly. When I zig. When you think I'm zigging, I'm zagging. That's 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 the standard. Zag Ziggler. Hey, jokes are magic tricks. Remember that. I just watched The Prestige, so I think I know magic. I did too. By the way, you know no. there's a candy called zigzag. Oh yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah. And there's something else you can zigzag. You can use for something else, but mm-hmm. I won't say it because there's children uh, at the table. But uh, what what I was saying is, you you did something that a lot of people sometimes don't don't realize. You know, it's kind of like know what you don't know, right? And so you go, hey, I'm not strong over here. I think I could partner with these guys. And honestly, you have a set over there that Eric and I are jealous of. I see it every time I see it on social media. I'm like, ah, I kind of want a new set. That looks cool. Even though we have no business being there. Yes, you do. And you know what is no. so great? No, but you <laughs> know what? Well, let her finish. Okay. Yeah, you know, of course you, you guys do. And you know what's so great about Red House Streaming, though, and CP Communications, honestly, is that the way everything is changing now, everybody wants their own newsroom. Everybody wants their, or, you know, they're doing their own podcast, right? But you can have your own set and they make it possible. In my story, what happened, the CEO and the general manager had been watching my podcast that I was doing and they cool. asked if they could take, take my podcast and take it from there because they just launched the, um, the Red House streaming aspect of it. And for me, I mean, what an honor and privilege. You know, I said, of course. And uh, But you just, to, not to discount any credit from you, you had been working hard at building that brand for literally years. I don't consider them a Johnny-come-lately, but let's <laughs> face it, you, you, you laid all the groundwork. You got up to, what, 50-plus episodes. Mm-hmm. You developed the following. You know what I mean? You kind of proved the concept. And why shouldn't you be in a nice state-of-the-art place? Thank you so much, Joe. That was so such kind words. Thank you, and I appreciate it. They did base it, the owner and the, uh, the CEO and the general manager did base it on my reputation in the Bay Area for landing, you know, exclusive interviews, all the hard work that I've done as a journalist, and then my podcast. And now I think it's up to 70 episodes. But at that point, when they started taking it um, from their studio – we, yeah, it was close to 60, and I proposed the idea of doing Super Bowl shows because, of course, that was an unprecedented time. And uh, for us, it was fantastic. No big deal. Yeah. My um, producer's giving me notes, okay? <laughs> really? Um, what did Kimber say? She said, you need to talk into the mic. Oh, okay. Well, All right. So, I mean, Serena, okay, you act you like... Know her dad's an audience. 
Yeah, yeah. You act like he's, they, big, he's you, a big deal. You, they would have anything if you weren't attached to it. It's not like they got the the Serena Faison podcast and they're like, yeah, you're getting replaced. Oh. Like, but I mean, seriously, it's not like <laughs> they could just you know that's the part of it where you're you're so thankful. And, and you're in your genuine and you're not just putting that on when you're you're thanking them. That is you. That's what the good thing about having a podcast is is we we're in this weird kind of world where we're in way more sound bites than ever. And then people are finding these longer form conversations that are a little bit more authentic. So if anybody thinks you're kind of putting it on almost in a way, like, you know, the Southern women be like, bless your heart kind of thing. It's not that it's not that it, you're what you're saying when you are grateful, it is genuine. And I'll vouch for that. Eric yeah. Oh yeah. That. Oh, when we were working together, I had to constantly that. be like, what are you talking about? Like, why are you acting like you're not, you know, it's good. You're yeah. good. You're good. So like, the way we met was that that kind of that kind of thing where you were kind of figuring out your next move, and we had to be like your male cheerleaders. Like, what are you talking about? We used to watch just you. Just cheerleaders would have worked. Yeah, but male <laughs> cheerleaders are specific. They're they're a weird breed. I think. Uh, I always say I'll be your biggest male cheerleader if you tell me you want to do something. I will probably annoy you about wanting you wanting to do that. Mm -hmm. And so we we met through a mutual friend that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that uh that what's it called she's she's tough she's but on fair. it she's, she's tough, on it she fair. wanted to make she, sure that i was on my microphone she's uh she's floor directing right now yeah i love it i love it love it um uh, six years old and already a floor director as well so put it on the resume let's get you a linkedin profile <laughs> and so you want to be our intern <laughs> yeah we need help um <laughs> And so my thing is you were, you were uh, doubting yourself with a lot of self-talk about not being as good as you are, which I get. Look, I get it. All, I think about it all the time. You can have a lot of radio noise where you're just kind of like, you know, or imposter syndrome is probably the more formal term of it. But we were kind of being like, what are you talking about? You, first off, every time we have you on our podcast, we let you hijack it because you're a better interviewer. Way easier on <laughs> no. us. So much They're easier. So sweet. Yeah, we, we when we have you on as a guest, we go, oh, this will be an easy one because we know like you should, it, we can go. Oh, she's gonna ask a lot of questions, so we don't have to really think about it. Uh, not that we do a lot anyway, but uh, that's that's more my laziness, I think, with it. But I think what you did was really smart. You you kind of had an ego death in a way, and you saw that, and you go, okay, I got to work on this brand, and it's not gonna happen overnight. It it. What are we? Fast forward three or four years from when you, we all first met. Yeah. Uh, I think it's only. Well, it's. It, I think it's only been two. Can you believe? No way. No way. I think so. No right. Way. It's longer than that. Really? Is Had it to be three? at least twenty eighteen. Three. Yeah. I can earmark it by the drama of my household. Oh my god. Pre-divorce. <laughs> yeah. So. Got some mental markers. Because I remember, I remember no. coming in to help you, and I was like, on my head, I don't even know. I can't even help you. <laughs> You just figure it out. Yeah, I was like, the, I don't know. That button does something. This is a, <laughs> I remember coming in on like a Sunday to help, like go over it with you, and I was like, ah, I'm frazzled. I got nothing. So I can kind of earmark it by by uh, drama or trauma, whatever you want to call it. But uh, tell us now. So you're at this area. I'm always interested. You get to a point, and you call it like a workout plateau almost. You get to a point where you're like, um, you know, I've gotten here, but it. Being content is is kind of the worst thing in business, right? So, what what are the kind of plans going forward? What do you want to do with your podcast, or what do you want to do with your your brand? Uh, and if you don't have an answer, I can kind of vamp. No, <laughs> no, you guys are so. I mean, 
so amazing and to ask me those questions too. So for me, I mean, this is just the beginning, right? I mean, there's so much I need to do with the podcast. I need to build viewership for my own show. I have to say, I love having my own show for many reasons because I am so passionate about people sharing their journeys, sharing their stories. And having your own show, as you guys both know, you're an executive producer as well. You determine who's on the show. You determine the length of the show. Um, now, as what we were talking about earlier, it's amazing, like, you know, going on YouTube live. So I, I have so much more to do, guys. I mean, this is just just the very, very beginning. So no, but that's all good. <laughs> But I'm gonna I'm gonna hammer it. Right? Wants answers. Okay. Well, right. no, I want goals. I want smart goals. I want something that goes. Oh, I want okay. X amount by whatever. Oh, or, okay. And maybe people who are listening to your podcast, watching it on YouTube, can help me achieve those goals. If anybody wants to go back and sweat equity episodes in like in January, I threw out here's the 20 goals I want to do this year. It's a little vulnerable. Not not great. Not fun to do, but. Uh, it, 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 there was an accountability thing to it. And there's more people that I, I didn't realize that I'm friends with that actually listen. Cause you know, your friends are like, I can hear you for free whenever I want to call you kind of thing. And I don't really want to talk to you that much. So, you know, like, so I, I realized more friends of ours listen and were calling me out on some of the stuff I had out there, uh, as I was listing about 20 goals. So, uh, I didn't know if you had anything kind of, definitely. Uh, okay. Do you guys want to hear some of the goals? Yes. All right. Okay. Yeah. So, what is a good number, do you think, of people? I would say at least per episode, I would want 10,000 people at least at a minimum to start watching the episodes. Watching it. At least, you know, when I go on live. On which platform? Like when I start going live on YouTube. Okay. I would YouTube. love to have, you know, at least like 10,000 start how many subscribers do you have now? Do you know? So I don't have that many subscribers. We I don't have... either. Don't worry about it. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, that's a math. really good question. So my, my social... About 1,100 on YouTube, and it's climbed it's ever 1, since. 1,090 more than us. <laughs> but I used to have a huge following on Facebook um, for years, and then I re so I relaunched all my social sites, right? So now, really, I, when? In when we started to work together, so I had oh, to relaunch. Okay. So I had to relaunch everything. So I, I you know, I have I close to 4,000 on Twitter. No, no, <laughs> my yeah. God, yes, no. So, um, um. You know, because I feel like the topics and the topics we talk about are so important and are interesting. Like I just on my last podcast, I had a mother who decided to be a surrogate for two dads in France who desperately wanted a baby. And then I had an attorney also come on just to talk about on how to protect yourself, you know, but the, you know, I mean, there's just so many topics and another goal though. So my friend, I mentioned Joe Papadopoulos is here. So mm -hmm. Joe and I used to work together at a former television uh, station. So yes. And I want, so my email is Serena at serenafazan.tv. Now, Eric. I just gave that out on there. All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Eric was going <laughs> to, I mean, Eric. Was, I set it up. <laughs> yeah. He set it up for me. Yeah. He set it. Eric, your Eric right here set up my email. My Eric. Yes. So I would like an email that says Joe at serenafazan.tv. So I, here's what I, the other goal I want. Things that I would like to showcase what I feel I'm the best at, and that's sharing people's stories. The technical aspects, the other stuff, keeping me in line, I have to say, because I am all over the place. It's a full-time job. Yes. And I would love one day, on the record, for Joe Papadopoulos to have that job. 
Well, oh, wow. Know, oh, wow. This is magic moment. Yeah. I have. Wow. I have a we lot didn't of, plan this. I have Are a lot of get down jobs on one knee, Serena? already. Um, you know, I have a full-time job. I, yeah. I'm also, you know, a dad. And, um, but a, you have wisdom. I can already tell before we're setting up that, you know. And you're a teacher. And you're a teacher. That's right. Which is, is the hard, it can be the hardest after you have. The, so we talk about wisdom being knowledge times experience, right? Yeah. And so, you know. There's a lot of guys in our marketing community that we were kind of really, really in before that have the what they call the Dunning-Kruger. They watch one YouTube video and they think they know everything, uh, which I think wisdom is a commodity now. Like it's something that you're seeing a lot of people commoditize IP, right? Go, I know this. I, I, I'm going to teach a course on it or do your own thing. Be entrepreneurial with it. So I cut you off though. And I tend to do that. No, I was, I was saying – Really, what I wanted to say was how flattering it is that she would, you know, want me to take on such a, a large role in her brand. Um, listen, I like helping friends of mine. Uh, sure. You know, uh, line out my classroom door of teachers who need and want my help, and I'm always happy to help. From video editing and things like that, shooting. They all have programs that they need shot and edited in the theater. Uh, my friend here, you know, Serena. Of course, other people outside and some of the business relationships that I have, they're always, you know, calling or whatever. I love helping people, and I want to help everybody. My only issue is that there's only 24 hours in a day. Right. If there was 30 or 35 in a day, I would be as happy as, uh, you know, a pig in slop because I could get everything that everybody wants done. You know what I mean? Sure. So I have to pick and choose, and I also have to work smart. Not hard. Yep. You know what I mean? We talk about that a lot. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, the part of us doing this podcast, I was just having a uh, conversation with, uh, you know, my new CEO. I was like, they, they want to get a podcast started and go, look, you know, Eric and I've been doing this about five years. We've got it down pretty, pretty streamlined as far as time spent on it. And that was a focus when we started it. We can't spend a lot of time doing it, you know we should probably do a couple more things, put a little bit more time. And uh, one thing that I had a mentor kind of uh, tell me, and this isn't to say against your schedule, I'm just saying for anybody listening, that if you've ever uh, put out your schedule, first off, if you've ever tracked your time diligently for like a week, you'll I find- started doing that. You will, find, you will find how much time I have a problem where I'll think about doing a lot. Of, I was having a problem. I was thinking about a lot of stuff and not doing, right? Uh, it's common. It's a lot. A lot of people have that, right? Um, and I kind of been trying to knock that off. Uh, it, you know, call it whatever. But that one thing where uh, our mentor was talking to us about, why don't you do your schedule and brick out every fifteen minutes of your day? And you're like, okay. And you do that every morning and you look at it and you go, you know, I'm not trying to find you more time. It's not, I'm not making this specific to you. I'm just saying this is something common with everybody I talk to. Bill Gates does it every five minutes. Well, attorneys billable hours sometimes every six minutes. So one of those things, oh my God, we got to get you off no, this daily but planner, but this whatever is, no, works. Look at this though. It marks the time. Like, because I was thinking the same thing. What am I doing? Why am I so frazzled at the end of every day? How much did I get done? So I'm one of those people, you know, again, a little technically challenged. 
But take a look at this. Fine, if that works for you, though, that's great. But it blocks out that I worked um, on a Tampa Crossroads, which is a local nonprofit agency, on this particular day for so many hours. Then I did a One Blood yeah. um, work with them. Then Visit Tampa Bay, which I'm so humbled and honored by being named the post, the host of their podcast. Then um, I even put here personal emails back to One Blood, a shoot. So it just at the end of the day, then I can look and think, you know, what happened to my day? I can actually see it. But I think that's a very it's so a very it's twofold. Good point. You do it proactively, and then you have to. What one thing I wasn't doing for a couple of years is I was I wasn't assessing, right? Yeah. I wasn't looking back where the time went. And going, am I spending time in the right? So when I had my agency, I was, I was trying to, I was trying to uh, uh, do business development to track bad, just bad. I knew they were bad clients, but I was spending way more time trying to track down these clients just to get it going. And emotion. Yeah. It, oh yeah. Don't. Yeah. And you know, it doesn't help you sleep. Doesn't. Yeah. Um, it affects a lot of stuff. And making decisions emotionally over rationally a lot of the time that'll mix into it. So. I found out it's kind of twofold. It's like you got to schedule it out, but you also have to assess, you know, uh, go on your, go on a front porch or go on a walk and look at the time and go like, okay, am I doing the things I want to do? And this sounds very simple and kind of almost overly simplistic, but you'd be surprised if you actually do it. Uh, You'll find there, I'm not saying there's enough hours in the day. You'll find more hours kind of thing. And maybe this is because I've been in project manager mode for like the last month, uh, what I'm doing with work. But, oh, you're keeping me on? To a lesser degree, I just started doing stuff where it was like, okay, I got to make this phone call realistically. How long is that going to take? 10 minutes? Right. It's like in my mind, I'm like, oh, I got to call that guy. It's going to, you know, and I don't, and you do. it turns into something it's not. Realistically, it might be a five-minute call instead. If you can spin that into I don't have to, I get to sometimes. Yeah. That helps yeah, a lot. That's a big deal. It's the mindset. Yeah. You're right. Because I do struggle with that a lot. Sure, did you, were you, were you going to say? Well, here's what I struggle with. Um, and I didn't want to make that personal. I just no, no, make no, sure. no, no. You're not. But you're, you're right. I Even if I were to, and, I, and, I, and my day is pretty structured. I have a bell schedule. I have students. I have to say, my day is more kind of awesome than, <laughs> than anybody's. Did you just come um, up with a brilliant app? Well, you know, it, school uh, bell app. When, when, yeah, when you're a teacher, you have, you know, you know yeah. where you're going to be every every forty six minutes. So, um, but beyond that, beyond the structure of my day, I I have so many things going on that I I struggle with prioritization. Right. That, so that's kind of what I'm getting to, right? I I, I want to take the low hanging fruit and just knock it out. Yeah. But there's so much low hanging that I find myself literally in the weeds and then it's hard for me to get to the stuff that, you know, either makes me money or uh, allows me to, you know, yeah. pleasure. You know, it's like, I, I want, I want to get to that stuff, but I have so much, so many little dumb little things that I find myself having to do. You know? But are they dumb and little or are they, they just, are. I yeah. mean, it's but if you didn't, paying, it's the but you got to do that. Answering the emails it's the renewing the insurance. Right. It's the, but you still got to do it. You got to do it. But this man. is the best invention and the worst thing. This phone, a phone, right? This thing, it, I think it's the best invention of the last 50 years. Right. But it's a blessing and a curse because it, it's everywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. So when we think we're being productive with this thing, it, it's not, I tend to, I, 
if I can, I'll just put my phone down. I almost throw it away. Like I want to run in the forest, you know, like, cause I won't be able to focus a lot of the time. I found out when I did that, it, I got away from that. Uh, because you can, you can create thing, more tasks. There's a never ending to do list for everybody. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think what you're talking about, there's two strategies to it. There's, uh, some people like to, um, eat the frog, do the, do the hardest thing first, right. And get that out of the way. Or it sounds like you're doing the small wins theory where, Hey, I, I like checking off a few things. You know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to stereotype your audio guy. You're probably very particular, yeah. right? So you yeah. probably like a little bit more admin clerical to get things going. Yeah. To kind of get, build inertia, right? Yeah. Uh, it, it just, it, you have, so just like uh, Eric and I've talked about this a lot on the podcast too. It's just like dieting, right? Like everybody's going to be different. Everybody's going to work differently, but it, you have to treat yourself. It, it has to be your own. You have to be your own guinea pig. Yeah. How do you feel best at the end of the day? By putting a little bit of time into just watching TV for half an hour or whatever it is, you know, that'll make you feel better mentally or like not doing it at all because you feel guilty about watching it for half an hour. That's up to you. That's going to be like, you got to address that, you know, for yourself sort of thing where it's like, and then, you know, and not like I'm it's good boring, at it but having kids, yeah. what having we're talking kids about exponentially. Yes. Sure. The, you both are dads. Yeah. yeah. They hijack your, dad, your life. Your kids are younger sure. than mine. I remember when mine was four. How much it, it, I don't I don't want to say time suck as a bad thing, but it's, mm. it's a time suck. You cannot knock out a quick edit or right. or, or make a quick phone call right. because you feel guilty and you want to spend yeah. time with them. Yeah. Oh, but and if you're not engaged with them, with them so quick. And if I mean, at least my kids are like, you're not you're not looking, you're not watching, you're not actually doing right. what you're saying. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry. Okay. Now, now, now we're doing it for real. Now I'm yeah. being a dad. You know, it's like, oh my. But you're right. And they're a wild card. You never know what you're going to be putting into right. it. I mean, it's it's tough. So, but you know, you're but you're a good dad. dad. Yeah, mine is 13, you're... and the time goes by way too fast because it's true. Now she doesn't. I know. Like she doesn't want to be around I don't me, right? Know for I you, mean, but... yeah, like they well, just. You're in that. that she you're in that zone. Yeah, I'm in that zone where she has we're... where she has a lot of friends too, and she has the time with her friends. But yeah. I have to say, like yesterday, I was not feeling well at all and she was there right by my side making sure you know, that I was okay it was when it matters sweet. so uh Joe, uh Joe I can tell is a good dad because I'm getting associate producer notes what is no she, it's good what it's, she it's a good note when we're too loud she's gonna raise her hand she's okay. giving us a signal what is she a, is she's a, she I love a, it I think she has an internal RTA I want her to babysit my kids who knows what an RTA is nope <laughs> We live in a world of acronyms. I can't keep up. Real a real time analyzer. Okay, great. I got Don't real you time, have right? one of those in your uh, in your on your rack? Yeah, I mean, it's down there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, one of those. Are you a weighted or are you guys a weighted or c weighted? I'm gonna get a beer while you answer these. <laughs> okay, can I put something on the record as we digress and talking about Kimber Papadopoulos? Boy. Even before Joe had Kimber Papadopoulos, Kimber. So Joe and I, your He's dad and I, him. have worked together for years and years and years, and so. He told me, I am going to have a daughter one day, and I'm going to name her Kimber Papadopoulos. And so I said to him at the time, I'm like, I said, Joe, is it not Kimberly, not Kimberlyn? No, but he's like, no, it has to be Kimber. And so then I said, but what if your partner, your, you know, your wife, your girlfriend, does not say, says no to Kimber? And he said, that's not going to happen because I am, my daughter will be named Kimber Papadopoulos. Yeah. Well, if you and had, here she is. That was 10 years ago. Right? If you add another syllable. It was 10 years ago. My daughter's six. 
Papadopoulos has a lot of syllables. If you do any of you, Kimberly, Papa, that's, you know, you're adding those things on big time. Kimber Papadopoulos, but yes, she is quite something, isn't she? But you guys, so, okay, I love throwing in, like, the the um, the stories, right, yeah. and, you know, personal elements, but you guys brought up a very good point, because I have a question as an entrepreneur. We're very good. So, yes, no, you guys are very good, and I'm so impressed with I everything just like do, you guys have. I like doing a Donald Trump self-promotion. <laughs> I think it's funny to me. But I have a question, We're and, I, you know, a question you for a advice. Trump steak in this town? What's up? Can you get a Trump steak in this town? Because I feel like... As, 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 as you know, I don't yeah. listen. I don't want to talk about a politics thing here, but like them or not, I feel like I want to try a Trump steak. Is it good? I mean, if it's a great steak, I'll what? admit that it's a great steak. It's like taking the Johnson Johnson <laughs> shot right now. I don't know. This, this seems risky. Um, he said he doesn't want to make it political. Okay. Well, I don't know. I I wasn't bringing up anything. Uh, no. Look, I, I didn't know. I was like, you mean like a steak in one of his companies? I didn't no, Trump, know. Trump steak. steak. He, he had like sure Omaha. A, he had a like a, box of steaks, I'm sure they're so. the best. He had like sure. an Omaha steak company. They're huge. Um, but it was that one of. Means you're too loud. Ooh, girl, I love it. <laughs> you're doing great, Kimberly. All right, so I, I cut in. What what were you about to? Well, ask? the advice, and so Joe had had brought it up too um, about when you look at your tasks in your life and you want to prioritize, and there's things that you know you need to get done. And when you were talking about, you know, you've got to pay the insurance, you've got to do this, you, you have to do that, which we do. And Eric, what you were talking about, watching, you can choose to watch like your half hour show or choose to work. So what I have found, I do work a lot, but sometimes I'll sit there and watch Grey's Anatomy, right? Like, you know, try to get caught up for 45 minutes. And then I do feel guilty because I think, okay, these are 45 minutes where I could have done a project or work but the projects I'm not good at, so here's my question, the bottom line. The projects that you're not good at or you struggle with, for me, the technical stuff, the bills, this and that, do you hire out? Yeah, do you try to if find you can. Them? But what if you can't? Play so, to your strength. Well, I mean, then you got to work around it. I mean, if you ask, should you hire out? So I'm assuming you can. You don't delegate out until you have to. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I can't hire out. I can't completely hire out yet. And Eric, you've been there with me from the beginning. You uh -huh. and Law both have been there. But I guess the the question is to ask you, uh, you guys, do you have to? You know, people always say you have to spend money to make money, right? Yeah. I I don't know. If, I don't know if this is re uh, related or not. But I used to be um, one of these control freaks where I would do everything myself everything right i would literally i would get off the air at 11 11 30 right you know working the night shift i would drive home and i would put my suv up on ramps and i would change my own oil and i was thinking hey i'm, I'm not, not only am i saving money because i could let's say change my oil for 12 dollars or or, or right. pay the 24 you know to, to get it done because in my mind i'm saving money but I thought there was this sense of, this stupid sense of pride of doing it yourself because you're doing it right. And I'd listen to the, I'd put the music on and, you know, I'm, I'm, I, and I'm, I'm, I, one day I just remember I'm, I'm in my slop sink in my garage getting cleaned up after an hour of watching oil drain and lubricating my drive shaft and it's not a euphemism, um, uh, you know, uh, adding G range show. Adding the you know differential fluid, like I'm doing the whole thing, um, and I like I literally bought a grease gun. Like I was over the top, okay, in my garage. 
And then I think about those days in my mid to late 20s while I'm now in my early 40s, and I'm thinking, that was such an unnecessary time suck. Yeah, cost-benefit. Because exactly. I'm not a NASCAR pit crew chief. This is a it was a it was a it was a late nineties SUV that had no it had no like why didn't I just go to the Jiffy Lube every three months instead of being a jerk <laughs> and thinking that I was and thinking that I was saving time. I wasted so much time for zero benefit. All I did was get dirty and spill probably over the ten years I lived in that house maybe five gallons of oil on the garage. Sure. Uh, little just drops here and there. You know, what was I doing? So, so if that, I had that time to do all over, like wisdom, if you had your wits about you, then like you do now, you would, you would not make as many time mistakes. The un, uh, what is, it's like an old Catholic thing. Oh, my hat fell. Uh, <laughs> God, I was wearing that to the Kentucky Derby. Um, the, uh, you don't have to get it. Don't worry. Uh, the, the, uh, what is it? The un the unanalyzed life is not worth living. It's like Socrates or Catholicism philosophy. Those are the things that that's kind of what I was talking about with the time thing. You can get your <laughs> thank you thank that thank hat. you. My, it does. My head is like you pink. look like a Peruvian woman. Thank you. I they take all that wear as a, hats like that I take that as a compliment. No, but your head's gigantic. That's I know. Why it looks Peyton like Manning it. thinks I have a big forehead. Uh, so it. It's one of those things where, you know, you can get, you can, add, you can add endless things to your to-do list like that. And you can never sit down and recognize. I always talk about like have a, have a glass of whiskey on the porch and kind of think about the day. And you can go back and go, Am I, do I need to do that? But I bet you weren't, because you probably had other things you were doing too. Now, I'll, I'll counter this too. I'll, I'll be a hypocrite in one way. I think it's good to figure out projects. Now, tasks is one thing, but projects where you're figuring out stuff where you've never done it yeah. before, I think that's cool. I, I think that helps. Like, I, I, I would want to take uh, some kind of uh, auto mechanics class because I don't know anything about it. But, but is it for me to fill up my calendar with oh. menial tasks, you yeah. know, like that? So you have to find that cost benefit like Eric was talking about. You know the problem was in between 2002 and probably 2005 I just I had no girlfriend. So I just I would just go I, Well, I was going to say it's no about girlfriend. is that going to make you feel better Listen, about yourself? Yeah. I had no girlfriend sure. but I had three cars. I had a I had a 1981 and a half Datsun 280. No, they had half years back then. Yeah, they did. So I had a, they, did. they did. I had a Datsun we were talking about the half 280 years. ZX. That's how I with the my kids' ages. Yeah. So I, I would change that oil prematurely. By the way, just 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 to just to do it. You're like this. This baby ain't hit my three thousand miles. Got to change the oil. Got to change the oil. Then I had my regular daily driver, and then I had my SUV. I'm 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 unnecessarily changed. I feel like I kept Quaker State in business being just in those three years. Now there there now you, so anybody listening that may be younger that's something to take away. They what don't do know you, what a Datsun is, by the way. For sure, they it's don't like know a, what an like oil change is. It's like a pointy Tesla. And I know that we are like way going over on your podcast uh, time too. I'm, by the way. I'm look. I'll go deep as far as Eric will let me, but I don't know what time we have. We're going to wrap this up in three minutes. Three minutes. Yeah, I told you what time. Kimber Papadopoulos. Wow. Three minutes, girl. Flex. All right. <laughs>
I'm done talking. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, and maybe the next maybe the next time we can talk about my favorite topic. Don't. Love. Love in America <laughs> and dating in America with these three put all fine this, young gentlemen. I put yeah. all this garbage businessy I stuff. Have Kimber Papadopoulos here. I'm sorry. The flower girl. Yeah, she. Plus, you are the flower girl. I love it. Wow, that's a quick. You're going quick. Kimber. Oh my. Okay, Kimber. Yeah. That's perfect. Perfect. Yes. I'll be the ring boy. If you okay, keep talking about what catches we are and all that, well, I'm, we're done. Yeah. So here. <laughs> Here's uh here's what I'll say. Let's give some call to actions. Uh, on the record, um, I be I, you can't be a good marketer if you don't have the call to action, right? Uh, on the record, I go, taught my students what a call to action was during their <laughs> during their PSA assignment. Teach them the sales funnel, and that'll help them Sorry. learn everything. Uh, that call to action sales funnel. <laughs> We're wrapping up. It's all right. She's giving productive notes. Uh, I, on the records on Apple, Apple Podcast app, Spotify. Eric set it up. Actually, it's on all. It's on all. Google, all Google Play. All right. Yeah. And now YouTube channel, Facebook, uh, Serena Fazan. Uh, uh, dot media. Dot, dot media. Okay. Thanks to Eric. Okay. And dot TV works. And dot com. Eric set everything up for me. Yep. Yep. He, he's a champ. Your two. Your two lights are off. I know. I need to get. <laughs> that's oh, important. We gotta do this that's over. Hold on. Wait, that's important. Hold Redo. on. Wait, wait. Hold on. We gotta change. Just do this again. Uh, no. Uh, SweatEquityPod.com. Sweat Equity Podcast on Apple, iTunes, uh, Amazon Podcast, uh, Google. What are we? Do we have a sponsorship or something with that? Yeah. Uh, we gotta follow up on these things. That's another one. That's of my me. Goals. That's on me. Um, that's another one of my goals. I would love to have someone sponsor my podcast. Yeah. We'll we'll get you in touch with our advertising company if you want to do at least what we we're doing, like the Express VPN. You can get we'll hook you up with them. That's fine. Thank you. Um and then uh anything else? Anything Express else on VPN has separate entities. We we work order. through an ad agency yeah. called Veritone One that gives you can go. Hey, I'll take that deal. I'll take that deal. We'll take that offer. But it's all it's all uh, affiliate affiliate links. Affiliate so, marketing. Yeah. yeah. So it's affiliate links. So you can we only get a kickback when they use the link. But um, you know it's it it's is a, it's it is what it is right now. Nice bonus. But my question is 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 that VPN separate from Norton VPN? Because I know there's yes one. yes yeah. Okay. I prefer yours actually. Express VP, it's it's solid. Offer code sweat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um you're great. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I have worse ADHD than Serena. Um anything else? Did I forget anything? That's it. All right. We'll close this Thanks out. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for going live. You wanna how about you close this out? Why don't you say goodbye to everybody? And also like my other job is to be cute. Bye! <laughs> Nailed Perfect. It. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> My other job is to be cute. Yeah.